Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today we have Jem Hamilton, uh, another chef uh, mutual of ours from Minnesota. The homie is great. He's my other brother. Uh, the other salty uh, component to, to our duo. A very like-minded individual when it comes to culinary and just an overall sweet dude. Again, Jem Hamilton, chef salty. Now tuned to salty chef. Greatest. Uh, you know, but that's... But hey, listen, before I uh, keep, just keep talking my uh, your face off, Jem, if you could just, for the people that we know you, but for the people that don't, that are uh, listening in or watching in, can you just give a three-minute summary of your life, what led up to here, how you became a chef, you know, in the, in the, in the you know, in a short summary, three minutes? <laughs> By mistake. <laughs> um, right. So I, I was, uh, I was in the Marine Corps, and, and I've said this on my, on my, sna- uh, my, uh, TikToks. I was in the Marine Corps, and of course, the Marine Corps dedicates a lot of time, right? Yeah. And my opinion of chefs was, I'll be honest, either they were the guys on TV, or they were everybody working in like Applebee's and stuff. That was my yeah. idea of mm-hmm. a chef. And so, when I got out of the Marine Corps, I was like, I want to do something super easy. And I just saw this position. Um, in, at a fine dining restaurant in Minneapolis um, for a dishwasher. And I went, cool. I'll, I'll... Yeah, so I saw the dishwasher position and I was like, that's easy. Nine to five job. I don't have to worry about any of it. But then like a prep cook called in. So they had they like taught me how to like mise en place and everything. And then a line cook called in and they had me do that. And then the chef like was like, and they really thought that I could pick up on things really quickly and they liked it. So then the chef started to apprentice me and then my life became 16 hour days, six days a week. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Facts. That's crazy. You know what? It's, it's so, you know, I want to hop right in because I feel like um, when I first started TikTok, Gem, I really loved your point of view as a chef. Right. And I think that's the that's what some people miss is like us chefs. And I'm not trying to say that I'm that we're better than anybody, please, for the love of God. So people like take things out of context. But I think us chefs really know other chefs and we all respect each other. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't matter what level you're at, right? Whether you're, you know, if you're like a good example is like Casey and I are, are night and day. You know, he's, you know, he's corporate, corporate, uh, corporate restaurant America chef. And I am Michelin background, a luxury resort. But at the same time, I also respect KC as a chef. I remember, um, Jim, I don't know if you know how Casey and I met. Um, basically I had posted something and, uh, just to give you a short story, he was like, Hey, I think that looks dope, but it would look better on a colored plate. Right. And I was like, you know, what? that's a great, that's a great perspective. Yeah. I think you're right. And then boom, I hit that follow button and we became friends. But the thing is, the thing is, is Casey and I don't see eye to eye on all topics and it's fucking wonderful. But guess what? We're grown up enough where we can have a debated chef conversation about it. Right. And we don't get all butthurt and freaking, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's I the think only that's- thing that, that kind of scares me sometimes is because when I when I say, hey, maybe do it this way, that's not me saying my way is better than yours. And yeah. some chefs get it. Some chefs don't. Yeah. It's like, could you try it this way? And sometimes they go, yes. And sometimes they go, you know what? I still like my way better. And then it's like, cool, fine. You like your way better, but at least you tried. Because I, I feel like some of these uh, quote unquote TikTok chefs, they, they have like... They have like food stylists and camera crews yeah. and yeah. everything's done for them. And it's yeah. just so 
cookie cutter for them. Yeah, and 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 you know what? It's it's funny you say that, because Jem, I'm sure you can agree with this. Like, I feel like, and this is, and it's actually ridiculous. I mean, I try to tell people, you know, they they validate your experience and your title with the amount of followers you have. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and that's awful. And it's stupid. Awful. It's like it's like, listen, I, I'll, I'll be honest, man. I I am not. I like. The thing is, is, and I try to tell people, like, you know, look at their credentials, my G. Like, don't just whether they have 50 followers or 8,000 or 800,000, that does not correlate with their work experience. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I, and, I get it. <laughs> yeah. And, and this newer, this newer generation, I got to admit, man, I'm trying to keep up, man, but they are living digitally. You know what I'm saying? Like, they are fucking living, di- excuse my language, but. They and, and but anyway, what I was getting back at it was like you know there is, I try my best, but I see a lot of things on TikTok and IG and uh, that are just you know, listen, let's let's be honest, it doesn't translate to the restaurant business, right? It doesn't translate to be becoming a chef or uh, becoming a better cook. But at the same time, I tread lightly because whoever is creating a house and or whoever's creating a dish or whatever in their own house. You know, I'm hands off. I'm like, it's I'm their house. Gonna, yeah, it's you, their you, house. You bro. can do, you can do whatever you want in your own house. Now, here's the thing. This is where I draw the line. Let's say I am a big time creator and I'm taking a, uh, a whole salmon and I am filleting this whole salmon, but I'm ab- absolutely butchering it. Right? Like I am just like you know, literally, I'm I'm filleting it with the butter. I'm doing everything you can possibly do wrong, but. I am saying as a creator, this is how you fillet salmon. This is how you cut portions of salmon. Like that's where I draw the line and I say, listen, somebody's going to get fired because of you because you are influencing them. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's kind of where I draw the line. But for the most part, I feel like a lot of these uh, chef t- chef TikTokers that are, you know, that are, you know, they're like it's cool. If you want to share your own spin on a recipe, it's totally fine. But when you get down to techniques and figuring out, like when you're tra- teaching other people, like I'll, I'll be honest and I'm gonna call him out, the problem solve guy, dog, his page needs to be shut down, dude. Oh, he should not be able to cook, bro. I'm not even familiar the, with him. Oh my god, it's the um, he's like yeah. the the pull it up the pull tasty it up, my G. um. Oh yeah, pull, 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 pull <laughs> as up, I'm pull fucking up. doing that. Okay, Jim, we're going to watch this it. video and uh, the, the potato video, the potato salted video, okay? And, okay. And, and you, you know what? Matter of fact, I'm going to duet it because, I'm, you know. <laughs> Took you long enough. You, you didn't yeah. even do it yet. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And it's funny potato, because he potato, just posted potato, another video. Salty. He just posted another video of like using Windex on your on your car windshield wipers. And I know, I'm a chef and I know this is a big no-no. Like I know you're not supposed to use Windex on your windshield wipers like to wipe them off. Because of the ammonia. All right. But, yeah. Okay, here we go. Here we go, Jem. Listen, listen real quick. Listen. So, Jem, I know you know the, the right answer. We all know the right answer. But just take a look at his page and just what he does. And it'll, exa- it'll tell you why we kind of don't like it. Oh, the potato hack? Oh, my God, no. Have you seen this? You, you know what Have I'm talking about it? then. Everyone does this hack, and it doesn't work. Okay. Potatoes okay. no, by osmosis okay. will not remove sodium. That doesn't yeah, work like listen, that. Listen, you know what? All right, for our viewers, for our viewers and our listeners, listen. What basically what this is is this is a guy who's in his kitchen and he says, "Oh, you your food too salty? Okay, great. Here, take a whole potato and put it inside." So here's the thing: I'm going to be honest. As a chef, I will crush your soul if you do that in, my, in a restaurant. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not your fault. This is not correct. I don't recommend doing this. Now, 
<clears throat> I will say, I totally understand what he's doing, right? This is his channel, Problem Solved, and he's, you know, he's trying to give you a cooking hack, but this is not a cooking hack. This is actually wrong. So the fact that he's teaching this is ridiculous. And the thing is, is there's two things wrong with this. One, that potato is whole. The soup is already cooked. If you put that potato in there, 45 minutes later or 15, 20 minutes later when he said, everything's going to be mush. That's the bottom line. Everything is mush. The potato was still raw when he pulled it out. No bueno. Second of all, there is only two ways to really fix this. One of them, what my recommendation is, start the fuck over. Okay, use this as <laughs> yeah. an example. Okay, use this as a lesson and prep out the mise en place again and make it. And listen, you can always add, you cannot take out. Okay, now, if you need to fix this, if you're at your house and you need to fix this for you and your family and you don't want to waste the food, then what I recommend is make another half batch with no salt and then you can add it back. But I don't recommend doing that because... The thing is, if you're in a restaurant, your guest deserves better than that. But if you're at your house, I totally get it. And if you oversalted, then, I, you know, listen, I've done it before where I've oversalted marinara. Like I actually went to go pour the salt in and the top fell off. And um, basically what, I, what you can do is you can make another half batch and with no salt and you can add it to try to dilute a little bit or you can add more stock. But don't teach this. I don't, I don't recommend this at all. Like this is my worst nightmare as a chef. If a young cook comes into my kitchen and says, hey, I learned and this on TikTok that. and does that, you're going to get fired. <laughs> so that is that is the problem that I have, Jem, is when some people like, you know, and like, listen, I get it. If, you're, if your grandmammy taught you that, I totally get it, man. But like the reason why I make specific points is because I was that young cook. Um, that made a whole bunch that learned a whole bunch of bad techniques. So just to give you a little background, I worked at a diner from age 14 to 16, right? Learning short order cooking and how to be a hack, right? I had to relearn how to be a chef and it made it detrimental for me. And it really affected me as a young man because I learned, cause I went from working in a diner, a shitty ass restaurant, which it wasn't, you know, I just wanted to cook to then macaroni grill where i learned how to be even a worse short order cook <laughs> and and listen i learned how to cook fast and efficient but i wasn't learning how to be a chef and then finally when i got to uh, ray and willie, willie blum at sanibel steakhouse i'll never forget it they both graduated cia they both were highly trained chefs and guess what they taught me the basics of cooking and they made me relearn everything i'm forever grateful but guess what when they would laugh, like, oh, my God, hey, show, go show Willie. Because they were like, hey, go, go show Willie what you just showed me. And it was like how to clean how to clean something or how to, like, do something. He's like, go, go show them what you learned at uh, Macron and Grill. Let's – here, go, go show them. Go show them. And, like, they would, they would kind of mock me. Like you know what I'm saying? I don't like that attitude anymore. That, that's a toxic attitude nowadays, actually. It, yeah. And so here's the thing. I remember telling the chef. I said, chef, listen. I'm sorry, I don't know. Can you just explain it to me? And he did. He's like, okay. He's like, but I'm telling you right now, you need to work at higher level places for the rest of your career. Do not work. Like, because I'll tell you one one move that I used to do that I thought was genius that I realized was a hack. So we used to have chicken wings at the diner. And in order to be really fast, they were pre-portioned in plastic bags. Okay, Jim? And basically what I saw the cook do was he would take the whole plastic bag and dip the whole thing in the fryer and then it would melt the plastic and then the wings would fall out oh. right into the fryer. No. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Instead of opening the bag or leaving the bag, fucking leave the bag untied. You know what I'm saying? He would just dip the whole bag in the fryer and then melt it and then the wings would fall out, right? 
and uh, then we throw yeah, the bag on the, I love, on the floor. I love my, Not even in the trash can. I love game. eating my wings with some PVC. Bro, and here's the thing: as a fifteen as a fifteen year old cook, I just did monkey see, monkey do. Dog, when I tell you, I did that shit at the steakhouse I worked at, and the cook, man, the chef lost his mind on me. Lost his mind. Literally lost his freaking mind. He's like, who wants to eat? You, you and I over TikTok lives that have have had this exact conversation. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, you, he's like, you just put plastic in the fryer, and I was like, what, what do you mean, chef? I, this is this is how you do it. It's fast. He's like, you just put plastic in the fryer, and then he made me clean the fryer in the middle of service, in the middle of service, and I never made that mistake again. He's like, he's like, who the? He's like, why would you do that? He's like, now it's gonna burn in the bottom. He's like. And then, and then I told him, I was like, you know what, you know, I was like, chef, I'm sorry. I, this is what I was taught. And he's like, don't ever fucking do that again. He's like that. I can't believe you did that. He's like, I just can't believe somebody would do that. And I'm like, and then it's funny because years later as a chef, that's why when I see something wrong, I call it out and I say, Hey, listen, this is no disrespect, but this is the correct way to do it because I was that young cook and selfishly, I want to be the chef that says, Hey, no, this is how you do it. You can do whatever you want, but this is the correct way to do it. Now, um, I know some people take offense to that. You know, here's a good example. I posted a video on, uh, there was a kid at Ch- Chipotle who's a, he has a Chipotle channel and he was cutting onions with his hand like this. Like his hand was just like, like this. He was yeah, slanted. I'm like, you know, he's gonna cut himself because I've seen it before. Uh, you know, obviously we've, we've all seen it before. There's a right and a wrong way to do things. Now there's tons of way to cut things, but I correct, I did, I stitched this video and I say, hey, listen, it's, it's not your fault. You weren't trained correctly. And clearly he was not trained correctly. And that's the problem with these, with these restaurants. They don't take the time to train their employees with a, with, with a knife. Instead, they give them a cut glove and say, Hey, here you go. Right. And so I said, Hey, listen, this is not your fault. And then blah, blah, blah. And I just go into giving him a demo, a proper demo. And even though he might not need that at Chipotle, some other cook is going to see that. And hopefully I can change that one perspective. You know, it's, it's like my latest, um, drama, apparently the aioli. All I was saying was mixing garlic and mayo does not make a traditional aioli. And then, and then you get a lot of people sitting here going, well, obviously they said it's a hack and you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know and what? One guy who just he, like, you know what? Jen? said Ao- Like Webster says aioli is, is mayo and garlic. And I'm like, yeah, you took one little snippet for confirmation bias. Yeah. You know what, Jim, that's a great point. And I'll be honest, that's a battle that I don't want to fight. Right. Like that as a chef, I totally <laughs> get what you're saying. I totally it's get like, what you're nah, saying. No, no, no. Okay. I totally get it. Listen, I was told the same thing. Listen, I worked for a French chef, Eric Klein. I love you, man. He's from Alsace. And he's like, this is not an aioli. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then anyway, he he goes in to show me how to make an aioli, how to make a rui, and, and a whole bunch of shit, right? And it's funny mm-hmm. because I'm with you, Jem, and I understand where you're coming from. But it's like you as a chef need to need to – Make the decision. Okay, do I want to fight with the internet today? And I tell Casey the same thing. Casey, Casey, listen, yes. ain't nobody as petty as Casey. Yes. He puts the P in yes. petty. He will go. Yeah, we all know about burnt. Want to fight with everybody? But yo, 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 Casey will go to the deep depths of pettiness, and I, and I think it's <laughs> hilarious. But you, you are a hundred percent correct. I know exactly what you're saying. But the thing is, is Americans were a little bit. Americans are a little bit different, man. Like, 
and you're totally right. Like even when I was uh, creating menus and stuff, like I would be hesitant to put aioli on there if it was aioli. Yeah, because it's not but, really. Oh, it, gets, yeah. it gets so it gets so bad because yeah. here in the Midwest, a standing rib rack is just automatically called a prime rib, and that just I'll be honest, really? that pisses me off when I see that because I'm like, you have like choice or reserve. Yeah. That's not prime grade. Yeah. Just what's yeah. what's wrong with just saying a standing rib roast? Well, yeah, I yeah, eat yeah. that still. You know that? Hey, that you're 100 percent right, man. Hey, you're not lying. But like, I did not know they called that prime. What I man. urge, what I urge, is well, you know, you can do whatever you want, but like, the thing is, is you can't let that negative energy on TikTok because they don't know. They just don't know. And yeah. guess what? Ain't nobody gonna convince them that a mayo is not an aioli, man. I'm sorry, but it's just I know exactly what you're saying. And trust me, oh, I know been, a lot of I've, them said that even I've, straight out. Dude, they, were, they were like, "You can you can educate me, but I'm still gonna call mayo and garlic aioli." Yeah, and it's funny because mm. I had the same problem at uh, when you know with putting this on the menu and um, and the servers explaining to the guest what yeah. aioli is, and they're gonna say mayo yeah. based. And listen. I understand what you're saying, man, but it's like, okay, do I want to fight this one? Like, do I want to fight yeah. with, the, with the whole people that, you know, like I, I try no, to come into I the do, restaurant. I, and it's funny because now I compartmentalize what kind of content I'm going to create. And, and like, I will fight for a little bit. But like, usually my, my golden rule is it's so funny because I had a video uh, get taken down. Yes. The other day, man, I posted uh, on and it was me duetting. I was stitching myself. And here's the thing. I was showing the perfect scrambled eggs, right? Yes. All right. Let's Which is honest. amazing, as you hey, should. Hey, always listen, double boiler. My opinion, listen, bro. If you look at those comments, it is absurd and it's funny. Yeah, yeah. I hate to say it, but it's just like you know. Listen, but I clarified. I went back and I was like, listen, I should have specified soft scrambled. But here's the thing: if my five year old kid asks for scrambled eggs, I'm not going to. It's going to be scrambled. This, I'm not going to give him the same eggs that I would get. Like if if Casey asked me to make, hey. Yo, chef, make me perfect scrambled eggs. That's what I'm going to give him. Mm. If my five-year-old kid said, Daddy, can I have scrambled eggs today? I'm going to give him hard scramble, right? Like, yeah, there's no McDonald's question. McDonald's stuff. No question. If, I'm in, a restaurant, if I'm in a restaurant, if I'm in a restaurant and I'm a chef and somebody says, hey, I want scrambled eggs, no, I'm not making them the fucking double boiler shit, right? No, but what if they say, hey, I want the perfect soft scrambled eggs, I'm going to give them the Wolfgang, Puck, the Wolfgang Puck eggs. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I got it. Go ahead, go ahead, Casey. We know we we know we, you Hold watch on. your porn in the background. It's all good. It's <laughs> not playing, bro. It's Hold good. on. I just I just want to play Jem's video too yeah, quickly. Now, now, as we all know, aioli is not mayo paste, right? But like Jem, I'm gonna fight this with you. I'm gonna fight this with you. I'll be the petty person. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I want to say today, but a little later. But anyway, so really quick for for all for all intents and purposes, I don't think we've we've. Um, We've said it yet, but Jem is a food scientist, by the way, for everybody aware. He's also a chef. So like the dude yeah. is knowledge. So like whenever I have an inquiry, usually I, I message Jem right off the bat and then I, I message Brandon. So if I can be petty on this, but you know, he doesn't yeah. reply, but I will do it anyway. But here we go. Real quick. This is the, the Kroger hack. Is this from the Kroger video? At Kroger, well, is that what you were doing? I, th I think they had some other TikToker sponsor it. Uh, they sponsored some other TikToker. And you could also argue that aioli is spelled wrong. Right, yeah. <laughs> like it needs the two, the two things. What the two it's things? The other way, yeah, the yeah. umlauts. Yeah, whatever the they're called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, okay, Jim, your delivery, right delivery on that, bro. You got, listen when you're when you're little, little harsh. Look, 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 hey, harsh. just a little little note to self. <laughs> when you, like I hate to say this, but for for the internet world, you have to like start with a positive and then end with a negative. 
You know what I'm saying? Just remember that. It's just like when you're addressing. All right. When you're listen, I had the, it's so funny. I'm going to tell you just like I told. Okay, so let, okay, let me give you a, a 30 second story time, and you'll be able to put things in perspective. So uh, when I was working at um, a said restaurant, and my sous chef was a go getter, right? He Michelin background. He did not give a fuck who you are. He is coming for you if you're not set up. If you, you know, and here's the thing. I had I am different, right? Once I had children, I became a different leader, and. Uh, the thing is, is there is there is this girl who was a bomb cook. She was only 19 years old, but I, she smoked most of my male cooks, right? The thing is, is she was on her period one week, and she was sad. She was just fucking, she was on her cycle, you know what I'm saying? And she was having a rough day, rough service, and he came after her so hard, right? Like, and she started, she like got teared up and started, it's like, God damn it, like, you know, why are you being such a dick? And then I remember telling him, I'm like, hey. We'll, we'll just call him Ken, right? I was like, Ken, be careful with how you address, you know, uh, the, what's, what should her name be? Let's say um, uh, Kelly. I said, Ken, be careful how you address Kelly. And he's like, no, but she's not set up. I'm like, I know, but listen, you have to be a little bit more gentle, right? She's a 19-year-old girl. Like, don't treat her like you're talking to me or you're talking to another sous chef. And then he, like, later on that day after they went through a rough service where she was, you know, literally pushing the buttons you know what i'm saying you know how when a chef's being a dick to you you know sometimes you can be just a little bit slower you know and i told him i was like listen you get more with honey than you do with vinegar but i'm like you're gonna sleep in this bed and uh, but anyway what i'm trying to relate to is you have to treat the internet and not to not to racially profile here or uh be like you know girl versus boy but you have to treat the internet that way right and so basically i always start with the positive and with a negative because you still want to get your point across but there's a delivery aspect of it so like with that first sentence i yeah delivery totally get it but at the same time that's what people hold on to they don't care about the rest of the video they listen to the first three seconds and that was it that's it for them you know what i'm saying they're not listening to the rest they're listening to <laughs> they are, the keyboard warriors i mean i liked it i yeah, was all so, for it just saying. and so and so it's, it's funny just, it's just Aeoli has always been like the one hill I'm willing to die on. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get it. I totally get it, man. And, and I get everyone's like, everyone's like, yeah, but there's provincial aioli. And I'm like, yeah, but you're sitting here trying to prove that all aioli has egg in it off of provincial aioli when you're also forgetting that provincial aioli also has like potatoes and a ton of other crap in it. Yeah. But, you know, you also have to remember that not everybody like on the Internet, it's crazy because people like drama. They love to antagonize and they love to freaking attach by the hip. They love to corner people. And sometimes and like I see for me, I don't really I don't give it the time and day anymore, even though I should. I could like definitely build some clout. But what I try to do is just just pinpoint pinpoint the people that actually, uh, you know, make sense in their claim or that, uh, actually can back it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if you ain't got no profile picture and no comments and no nothing like, dude, I'm not, I'm not going to waste my time. You're a troll to me. Like you're not even, you're a bot. Like that's the, you, you fall in that category. Like, I'm sorry, but, and, and I know some kids don't have TikTok profiles just because they don't want to get bullied. And I totally get it. But I just try, I try to urge everybody. I'm like, listen, if they don't have profile picture, if they don't have videos, if they don't have any content, then you tread lightly. Don't even waste your time. I don't even waste one second. Like, <laughs> I can't, I can't, dude. If I post a video in like within the first 24 hours, I'm at, I'm um, replying to comments, but there's no way. I mean, dude, that's look, look at my scrambled egg video comment, comment section. It is absurd. It is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I'm talking like. I didn't even check it. I, I, yeah, I know pull, I saw the video, up. but I didn't pull even check it. Up, it. 
Pull it up. Give let's, me see a sec. Many, let's see how many. The first one, not the second one, right? No, the first one. The first one. And then okay. let's look at the let's let's uh, read some of the comments. It's really it's funny actually. Crazy. But I don't get offended. I don't get offended. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it's so funny. Can you push pause for one second? Push pause. Look at Joe. Look at look at Joe Sasto, Chef Joe Sasto, man, coming to my defense. But it's funny because Yo, he's fucking I, that's what's up, yeah. bro. So I know, but you know what? It's like, listen, and I try to tell him, I told him this in the IG DMs. I'm like, listen, you got look, TikTok is just it's young kids, they don't fucking know. And it's it's okay. And it's like people they they just don't have the recollection of they don't really understand the technique behind it. This but is my favorite here's right the here. thing. Salmonella. 650 comments it's like i can't respond to every single one but i pick a few that i want to reply to but go to the it's funny because if you could just um scroll right to uh show the finished product i'm too country, I'm too for, country this. for this yeah exactly but it's so can we talk about the fact that so so i've been seeing in the comments you oh. know like gordon said we shouldn't do this gordon ramsey said we should we shouldn't do this yeah but you got wolfgang puck the og of yeah. Of the culinary world so, saying this is that what he does. Amazing. So so listen. This is mine, oh, by the way. Oh, did he? Did he? Where did he say it? Oh, Wolfgang right Puckin? Looks great. Under Casey's. <laughs> Looks great. Looks great. Yeah. That's probably that was probably him too. So basically, just so everybody knows, listen, Wolfgang does not do his own TikTok, okay? I'm sorry to sorry <laughs> yeah. to burst the bubble. Don't bust the bubble. Brandon, so he commented so on you. The the day he followed me, I gave him a t- so N- not to brum- not to brag, but I have Wolfgang's cell phone number, and uh, you know we he we. It's funny because I said I DM'd him and I said, "Hey, who is who is this managing his account?" And it's not. It's like a you know, it's like a girl in her mid twenties, right? They have they she manages social media, but I was talking to her, and it's funny because like uh, I didn't. Um, I damn, I should pin that comment. But here's the thing: that video originated. The video the video originated to um, uh, basically when. White truffles were in season. Wolfgang Puck. So I worked at Hotel Bel Air. Wolfgang Puck lives in Bel Air, California, and uh, he pretty much he came in. He was he was with us in accounting. He was having a meeting. He's like, I was like, Chef, I was like, Yo, white truffles are here. They're amazing, so aromatic. I was like, Did you want you know you want me to make you something? He's like, I want breakfast. I want scrambled eggs. Well, uh, guess what? Somebody told me a long time ago that Wolfgang Puck likes soft scrambled, but he's like, This is the best way to cook them. And I'm like, Okay, and I did. And then basically, so think of these eggs. Now listen, do you need the ring mold? No, it's just it's just a different level of you know what I'm saying, of presentation. Extra. Now now listen, I can I can take spoon and just spoon them onto a plate or into a bowl and that would be great, but the thing is is that perfect scrambled, you're looking at 140 degrees and you're looking at them just like just like a risotto. When you when a risotto is perfect, it stands up for 3 seconds and then it shrinks down a little bit. We lost mm-hmm. them. We lost him. That's okay. Jeff, I think, come back, I think Jeff. he'll be back. It's okay. We'll we'll keep it rolling. But um, but what I'm saying is is uh, you know, I think what's really important to note is that with Wolfgang Puck, when I made those scrambled eggs for him and I shaved the truffle table side, he was like, "This is perfect." He's like, "Oh, you can tell a real chef knows how to make scrambled eggs when they make scrambled eggs like this." And uh, yeah. I'm like, "Yes, thank you, chef." Can, can we can we talk about truffle for just one second though? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go. yeah. yeah. covering. So Brandon, when when you yeah. do things with truffle, yeah, do you like do two or three shavings, or do you just cover that motherfucker? Well, it depends on what it is. It really does. And honestly, I gotta admit, I'm gonna just come out and say it right now. If you are out there, do not get summer truffles or burgundy truffles. They're trash. Correct. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burgundy and summer truffles are trash. You need French black winter, Australian black winter, or white truffles. Don't waste your time with anything else. I know they're cheaper. But Always they're black winter. But uh, it depends on what it is. So here, here's a good example, Jem, is and I try to tell people, um, if it's eggs, I, depending on what it is, it really depends, but I try to think of it as a mushroom. So if I'm adding, now, I will, I'm not going to lie, at Hotel Bel Air, I remember shaving truffles into somebody's mouth before. It was ridiculous. Oof. Yeah. Well, I mean, Fact. it's it's luxury though, right? That's Dude. what you're trying to embody and, in that set. And I'm hotel. hoping that video never surfaces, man. I, <laughs> fuck, I was so uncomfortable. Yo, somebody link it to us right now yeah, on the I, comment. It Holy was shit. Truffle. Listen, it was very difficult because they ordered seven truffles. So I went outside to take the side. She's like, can you shave them in my mouth? And I'm like, I'm like, damn, but I'm Wait, like, but you, know what? Seven. I'm, but you know what? I'm down. Anything for the guests, right? Dude, I swear to God, and she, her friend, camera, and I'm like this. Like oh, straight, shit. Like, into it. Yeah, it's funny. I hope that video never surfaces, but that's, it's fine. Yes, no, it will but surface it, now that you, it, that you put it, really it out depends. there. It really depends, Jem. It depends on the portion of, of what it is. It depends on, um, you know, like, if it's just one egg, then yeah, I'm going to put a few slices. If it's like... A truffle risotto for uh, a four top. Then I'm I'm shaved pretty pretty aggressively. But I think the most important thing. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. So so, so here's you kind of just said my opinion on truffle. You just said um, one egg, and then you said a truffle risotto. So if yeah. I see on the menu truffle risotto, then yes, I want that truffle up front. But mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. on TikTok, like wagyu got overdone in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, truffle gets overdone, and when Every video you see on truffle, like anything that features truffles, they are covering that thing in truffle to the yeah. point where they're like, I'm just imagining if I ate this, all I would taste is a truffle. Yeah, and it's if truffle, you're not yeah. telling me that it's it's like a steak with truffle, then I want to taste the steak, not the truffle. Yeah, I, I, I strongly urge. So, so for anybody out there, I... The thing is, is, if truffle is the spotlight, then you don't want to put it with. I, I really, if you're a chef, please put it with simple starches. Think simple starches, like when people shave truffles on a hearty steak, like a ribeye that's been charred, like that's been char, you know, has grill marks and has been charred and has a demi glace sauce. I think it's stupid, right? Now, th- same thing with like I'll, I'll, I will play devil's advocate, perigo sauce, like. Dude, I remember making this sauce with like six hundred dollars of truffle, man, and it was so fucking. St- Stupid, bro. Stupid. And I'm like, chef, why are we making this? Like, this, it just, it just seems like it's ego driven, right? Like, and, uh, but anyway, I digress. I think truffles should, should be, um, you know, in my opinion, whatever you're serving it with, keep it simple. Pizza, pasta, like a, a white pizza, pasta, rice, potatoes. I'm not a big fan of truffle fries, but I know people love them. But I would switch to a microplane for truffle fries. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the thing is, is like I've it's so subjective. But in all honesty, when you have a really good truffle, especially uh, French black winter or white truffle, you really want to taste the truffle. But you don't want to have a dish that's like, you know, tomato based or uh, that's spicy or that like, you know what I'm saying? Like that ha- that actually <clears throat> where like, um, you know, where the, the flavors of the dish are going to overpower the truffle. Truffle is so delicate. And, and honestly, I got to admit, man, like. You have to go to a really high-end restaurant to try to taste truffles, right? You can't go to like some bar and grill that just has truffle oil all over everything. And that and that's that's another thing. I hate truffle oil, man. I think truffle oil Garbage. is just fucking gross, man. 
I I literally had somebody send me um, a sample of uh, their of truffle oil. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, man. Oh fuck out of here. Huh? I hate truffle oil. I mean, listen, <clears throat> I totally get it. People love it, but it does a disjustice to what real truffles taste like because then people taste truffle and they're like, oh my god, this has no flavor. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and, and and truffle oil, everything single truffle oil you see, nothing. It's not fresh. It's no. all been sitting on a shelf for months. Yeah, and also I will argue that um, truffle does not taste good raw. Okay, so truffle you want it you want it to be whatever you put it on you want it to be slightly warmed and uh, you want the truffle to be slightly warmed through right. So in especially like in a moist environment right. So like if you are going to shave truffles on a pizza you're not going to put it directly on the crust. It's not going to get the moisture it needs to kind of I'll say hydrate right so like that's why i like to shave it over the scrambled eggs or the risotto or a pasta and then let it melt slightly so that way the true arom- aromatics come out i think that's really important and uh i didn't really know that until i worked with uh at cafe blue daniel Balud's restaurant in uh and uh it changed my perception on truffles so we would like people would taste you can taste it raw like no no not it's aromatic but it's not like you could smell it but you can't taste it but when, once you warm it up slightly oh beautiful it's amazing. I got. What else we got, Casey? I got. Hold on, I'm pulling up videos as we're talking about. I just want to talk about this real quick. I know off topic. Now, first of all, Go truffles. Ahead. I I hate it. My chef knows it. I tell him all the time. Like, do we really need to use this? <laughs> but he likes yeah. it. It is what it is. Okay. This is this is the other battle that you have to realize when you're not the chef and when you're not the owner. When I said chef, like the actual person that's leading the charge, because I'm second in command. But like. If he says he wants this, or if they say they want this, they want it. You know, there there should be no ego there. I'm I'm there to run the business as efficiently as I can because that's what I got hired for. But anyway, real quick, Brandon, can I can I just can we just yeah, play this go. real quick? Ooh, yes. Can we just can we just play this real quick? I need it. Did you use a Dufour for that one? The pastry? No. What are you talking about? I made it, bro. I made the oh, pastry. <laughs> Punk ass bitch. <laughs> no, that was my rough puff. I didn't I see just it. didn't add it. So oh, that was your I'm, rough puff. Okay, 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 okay. So so in all honesty, I'll be honest, this is a full 60 second video, but what I've been doing lately is I've been taking my analytics very seriously. And so for mm-hmm. the last um for the month of January, I've realized that uh people are only watching 30 seconds. So mm. unless it's a controversial video, 30 you want to be in that 30 to 45 second range. And so that's why I mm-hmm. trimmed most of that part out. But I should post the whole video because uh. Uh, a lot of people So basically what happens is I'll post I'll post it and then if a lot of people ask me, I will create a recipe PDF. But I only do it if I get enough uh requests. Got it, some, got it, got it, some, got it. Some people just want to watch my bad. Yeah, some people some people never will never actually make that. But uh I did that on they TikTok just want live. Food porn. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I don't waste my time. So if they want the recipe, great. I'll I'll take the time to make the PDF mm. and make it a downloadable thing. But um, I'm really, really trying to get into the NFT space where I can make an NFT in a recipe. You know what I'm saying? And have it mm. be like, you know, if you have a certain. So you know, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, NFTs, Gem, but like it's non fungible tokens, and it's kind of like this new thing, like you know, with the crypto space. Anyway, what I was saying is I think what would be really cool is if, like, there was, like, a chef-authorized brand and you purchase these tokens to be able to get the recipes. And in turn, you get perks later down the road, right? Like, oh. directly. I know. It sounds crazy, but but it's really interesting. That's okay. Yeah. I'll cut this out. That way people don't know what exactly you're going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because somebody might take that 
Somebody might it's take okay, that man. idea. It's okay, man. It's okay. Listen, I, I, dude. No, it's not okay. Then we're gonna hey. we're gonna cry later. Be like, I just fucking said that on a podcast. Somebody fucking took yeah. it with even more yeah. money, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Fuck that shit. You know. Dude, you see how the natural do you see how the natural sunlight's coming in now? That's what uh, I'm saying, man. Dude, Plus the red looks nice. Jim yeah. switched to his camera, that's why he's like more fidelity right now. I see you, Jim. Don't fuck around, bro. Don't fuck around. My, my Lumix I died on me. I thought since I had it plugged into the camera it would be charging at the same time. Apparently yeah. not. Mm-hmm. That's all good. Hey Brandon, I just want to show you my scrambled eggs real quick, so if you don't mind, huh? Okay. Two seconds. Yeah, so uh, I know you, I know you have a whole scrambled egg, but mine I, I should have tagged you first in it, or I should have say should have duetted your video, right? Okay. Because I mean, if I crack the egg, it's a waste for me. That's my scrambled eggs right oh. there. <laughs> That's not even scrambled. <laughs> not even, like scrambled. You could at least mixed it, bro. Like at least like no, broke the yolk. It's nah, fine. Just just buy this. Just buy this. Dude, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You should have swished it in your mouth like mouthwash. <laughs> Like oh, that. like this! Oh my God! Yeah. Next time, okay. Next time, next time, next time, swish it in your mouth. Swish the egg in your mouth like mouthwash, and then spit it back in the cup uh-huh. and drink it again. And it's- <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so let's check it out. So these eggs came from Pennsylvania. Yo, I'm telling you, they're so fucking good. Like it yeah, tastes, man. it tastes sweet. And yeah. I'm like, yo, can we keep getting these? Um, it's it's only in in um. Uh, I think the the farmer said maybe like a few more a few more months, and that's it. And then they. They stopped selling that uh, version. I think it's okay. like a different from a different hen or some shit. But I'm just like, yo, these are so fucking good. That's why mm. I, I mm. did that. Otherwise, if okay. it's just regular eggs, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, it's fine. It's uh-huh. fine. So, so look, let's mm. let's get into. Um, so, Jem, where do you see your content getting going in the next, uh, like, I would say two to three years? Are you planning on um, creating content, or do you just do it for fun right now? Uh, I get aggravated real easy. So yeah. like. When, when like that video blows up, then it gives me a false sense that people actually want to see this stuff. So then I mm. create more in like, I binge create, so to speak. Yeah. But then, so like everything that I've, I've created off of that gets like no hits. Yeah. So like, I've actually, like, I've tried to do them live before I get booted out for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I was thinking, so like. I'll be in uniform this Wednesday and then I'm going to make the aioli three ways. And, um, but I'll be in uniform cause I have the suspicion that I don't want to be in uniform at home, but at the school where I have to be at uniform, I have to be in uniform. Then I'll post that there. Um, yeah, it, I guess it boils down to if, if somebody was willing to invest in me, then I would see creating content as a career choice and then yeah. I would do it more heavy. But since sure. like it, I don't really get a lot of clout from it. Like you do, Brandon. Yeah. It's just a hobby. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, honestly it was, so I've been creating content for a little over a year now, but hard in the paint fucking hard. But what I'm saying is, is, um, you know, in all honesty, if you think about how many videos I've posted on TikTok, I've only had a small handful of them go viral. But what I think what's really important is to note that this is actually, I would argue that you could make more money creating content than you can being a chef. Oh yeah. <laughs> and listen, I hate to say it, man, but I'm just like laughing. I even had this conversation with Sonny, that dude can cook where I remember working in restaurants for free, my G. And now I get paid a, cu- a few grand to post a 30 second video. Like what? Well, see, and, and that's uh, why that's why I reached out to you. Like, who can help me with my plating? Because 
Yeah. I can oh. cook, but then plating. But I, that's it, okay. Listen, th- I listen, just the lack, tic- so that's... the listen, the TikTok comment chefs will tell you how to plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, hey, Jared you know Gordon Ramsay's. Yeah. Hey, look, we we have to. But you know what, man? I take all comments. You just can't let them get to you because, um, you know, honestly, it's you have to have zero emotion when you're responding to comments. But anyway, what I was going to ask was, how was your time at Ever? Do you, are you finished there now, or what's the, what's I, the deal? So I am done. I am done at Ever. Okay. Um, and I guess I don't know. Like they sent me a bunch of stuff. They thanked me and everything. I. There, there were, it didn't go like perfectly smooth, yeah. but we found my, they, we found where I, I really shine. Yeah. And, um, that's cool. I love Justin. Justin Silk. That's my homie. I, we worked at I, a, I absolutely, we, I, I'd follow that man to hell. Yeah. We, we worked together at Linea. So we worked, we were side by side at Linea straight up. Like we were like, I'm telling you connected at the fucking hip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, so, how, so, how, but my question is, okay, first of all, let me, let's just give a little context. Curtis Duffy is one of my favorite chefs and I would ar- argue that he's one of the best chefs in, in the United States. Okay. He's held uh, three Michelin stars at Grace, two Michelin stars at Avenues. He is one of the leading chefs and he's probably the reason why I went to Alinea. He was the first, he was the opening chef de cuisine for Alinea when it opened back in 2006, 2007. Um, he's, he's a gangster chef, right? But I got to be honest, he's kind of changed over the last, uh, I would say, four or five years. Uh, he's not the same person he used to be, like straight up. But anyway, I don't know if you guys ever seen his documentary, but it's awesome. You should check it out. How was it working in the restaurant? Um, I know that, uh, you know, it's it's you know it's two Michelin stars, but it will be three. No, no, no problem. We're, they're expecting the inspectors to come like this month. Yeah, I, I will. He's he's going to get that third Michelin star easily. Um, his yeah. his cuisine is just crazy. But Justin's been with him for a long time since Grace Grace days. Yeah. So, how was it be from being going from uh you know let's say I'm not going to say lower end food, but I'm going to say how was it jumping to that Michelin level cuisine? Like it was it, it was it was a struggle. I got to say yeah. Like yeah, the stuff that that I learned. And it's not that I learned incorrectly, but the stuff that I learned was like, no, we don't do that here. Like, like Justin said, everything we do has to be perfect under a, uh, under a microscope at three times the magnification. Yep. And it was just like, and then it was, of course, instead of just like ripping herbs off and then chopping them. Like, like you do an elevated dining and stuff. It was taking your little angled tweezers and plucking them one by one. And I'd have these line cooks just absolutely schooling me. Like you got to go faster. Yeah. And it's like, I get that, but I've, I'm not a young one. I'm not a young guy. You know, a lot of these guys are, are in school still or, or just freshly out of school. Yeah. And two, you're you're dealing with me having to untrain what I know for the last like 15, 16 years and trying to learn something like different. Yeah. So I mean so would so I go I, back? I, I, I would, but yeah. I, I I loved it probably because the chefs, you know, when I made a mistake wouldn't yell at me, they'd just be like like Justin would be like, Hey, this is how it is. Just, just do it this way. And I'd be like, yes, chef. And then I'd shift fire, move on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's, you know, that's the thing. 
I <laughs> I knew it was going to be a shock, like a literally like wake up session for you, Jim. I knew it because I too was in Justin's shoes, looking at people that were like, "Oh yeah, I want I want to work in a Michelin star restaurant." But when, let me tell you something, it is not fucking easy. No. And the thing is. The thing is, is you start out on the bottom of somebody else's shoe. That's the bottom line. And listen, when I was when I did my stage at Alinea, I was I thought I was a good cook. I thought I was disciplined. I came out of Cafe Blue. I worked at Oriel. I was already a sous chef. And I stepped foot at seventeen twenty three Halstead in the back, and I was fucking blown away, blown away with how quiet it was in the kitchen. How much better? How much better these cooks were than me? They were so. The girl I staged with, she's like, "Today I'm making demi glace, and then we're gonna make it again tomorrow. So I'm gonna show you today. You make it tomorrow." And she's like, "She's like, this is my time. This is my timeline. It takes me 15 minutes to cut the mirepoix, and then it takes 45 minutes to roast the bones. This is what we're gonna do." And I'm like, "There's no way she's gonna fucking do it in that time, dog." When I tell you, she cut this mirepoix like her life depended on it. I'm talking like. Boom, 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 boom. So organized, so fast, so diligent. And we're so talking clean. Shoes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and that's why, you know, that's why I try to say, like, if you, you know, cl- the organization is the key to success. I don't care what anybody says, man. It's like you realize you're like, okay, I actually suck. <laughs> and, 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 um, well, first off, Jim, I'm kind of jealous because I told Justin multiple times, like, because he was still here in San Francisco, and he's like, I think I'm gonna go back and work with Curtis on his new project. And I'm like, oh man, I'm so fucking jealous, dude. But I just don't think I have it in me to uh, be somebody else's chef anymore. I'm tired of running restaurants for everybody else, and right now I'm creating my own legacy. But I, I could I'm be glad- somebody else's sous chef. I could be yeah. somebody else's CDC. But um, I don't want to be a line cook anymore, and that's where I, that's yeah. basically what I was there. And yeah. that combined with the fact that I was away from my family which it, for a family guy is always hard. Yep. I just yep. don't think, I don't, I don't feel I gave Justin my, like who I actually am. And I feel really mm-hmm. guilty about it. Yeah. I mean, listen, but that's part of the process, man. Listen, Justin, he, for sure. He, I'm, he's, I know Justin as a person, he's not going to have any hard feelings. And the thing is, is he knew that this was a risk. It wasn't like, I was like, Hey, Jem is a rock star. Jem is, I'm like, Hey, listen, do you have room? <laughs> like, do you have room to give this guy experience? Like, because I will tell you something, Jim, like right now we, we are kind of both in the same shoes. We both have children. We both have wives. And I'll tell you what, I put my kids first before anything. I fucking love my kids to death. My, my, my kids come before any, anything they need comes before me ever always. Oh yeah. And so same thing with my wife, right? That was different when I was 20 years old, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? We oh, put, exactly. we we put the, those kids in that restaurant. They don't have families. They don't have the, and they can do. They can put in all their effort, all their eggs in that one basket. Dog, when I when I tell you when I step foot into Alinea, I was completely, completely floored. Like, just, I'm sure you had the same feeling. Where like, fuck. And then when you see the plates, though, tell me when you see service and you see the plates and you see the standard. It gives you a different perspective on the work that goes into Michelin restaurants. Oh, I just remember. I remember night one, Tuesday night, my very first night there. I've already gotten, well, I'll say yelled at, but they don't yell. They just say, hey, don't do that. Like Justin, like three times had to be like, lower your voice. (laughs) And not even that I was like purposely shouting, just that I have a very booming voice. Yeah. Um, 
And so, like, I got to the part where I was, like, whispering. And they're like, we're going to have you stand here. And we're going to have you help plate this. I'm like, cool, yeah, yeah. This is what I'm here for, plating. And then all of a sudden, the first dish comes in, the second dish, third dish, and it white noise for me. Yeah. Like, I'm just sitting here going, I'm supposed to do what? I'm supposed to set up what? What am I supposed to do? I'm I'm having trouble tracking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. And l- listen, I totally get it, man. And I've seen that face before and I know. And then unfortunately, what happens <laughs> I've is seen that face before. Unfortunately, listen, listen, Jim. Been there, not, done it's that. It's not personal. But I've seen that face before. And then uh, unfortunately, as a chef or a sous chef, and I'm sure that you, you the, the problem is then you get categorized into the prep cook level, right? Which is not bad. Because that's, that's what need, happened. Yeah. But that listen, that's okay. You can't expect you can't expect to go into a two Michelin star restaurant, especially in this world, and be, you know, plating right away. So the fact that you were even allowed on the line is a win because you have zero experience in the Michelin level, you know what I'm saying? Like, here's a good example. When I did the stage at L two O in Chicago, uh when Laurent Gras was there, thank the Lord I had Michelin experience because guess what? He looked at me and he said, hey, do you know how to work Garmage? And I said, yes, absolutely. And he's like, are you sure? Okay, I'm going to stick you with Garmage. One person called out. Can you do it? Listen, let me tell you something. The guy that I was with was just had just started and he had zero confidence and he had no plating skills whatsoever. And this we, we were plating this dish. It was crab and avocado. It was super simple, man. Make sure there's no shells in the fucking crab, and then the avocado gets piped on each of these one little crackers, and it's in a circle on a plate. And thank the Lord, I worked in a five-star, five-diamond hotel that where we had intricate plating like this. And also, Cafe Blued, some, some, some of the tasty menu items were plated really intricately. And listen, the chef was like, hey, what the fuck is this? They're not even. Like, replate it. And so, boom, he had to replate it. And I'm like, do you want me to help you? And he's like, no, I got this. I can't let you touch the plates. And I'm like, okay. All right, fine. Second plate comes back. Hey, what the fuck? What are you doing? Dude, the guy storms off the line because he was so fucking wrapped up in himself. I start plating the crab and avocado. I start plating it. And I'm like, honestly, this shit is really easy. Uh, one, he didn't know how to do a quenelle, which was a fucking loss for him because I did. Uh, you know, And listen, I will argue it's because I was trained in pastry as well. So anyway, I'm plating up these crab avocados. And then he was, I forgot what his name was. We'll say his name was Steve. The chef comes over. He's like, Where's Steve? And I'm like, uh, chef, he just stepped off line real quick, but I can plate it. I can do this. And he's like, okay. And he looks at it and he's like, he's looking at it. And I don't know if you know who, um, Matt, uh, shoot, what's his name? He went to, he, uh, fuck, I forgot his name, but he went, he worked at Qua in San Francisco and he just did the, um, the big cooking competition. Uh, Matthew, Matt, something. Anyway, it's fine. So anyway, I'm plating up these crab dishes, right? And then I'm not stupid. I hear two more guests sit down. I start plating two more crab salads, right? Because I know that it's the first fucking course. No, second course. And so anyway, so I have two lined up, not garnished, but just lined up, molded and everything, no shells. And then he comes back after pouting. He's like, did you do these? Because he, what he thought was that, oh, they, they need me more than I need them. And he just like walked up the line and wanted the chef to pay for it. And I'm like, bro, listen, it's fine. I can plate the salads, man. No worries. And then I was just being positive. But it's funny because in that moment, I remember saying, like, he doesn't have the experience. He doesn't have the experience of dealing with that and dealing with multiple orders at once. And I'm like, dude. And But anyway, the, I remember they offered me a job, but it was really stupid. It was like shift pay. So basically, you're there for like 16, 18 hours a fucking day for like 100 bucks. 100 bucks. Nick, hey, come on, bro. I'm like, no, I need, no, uh-uh. We ain't doing a shift play. But I'll tell you what, Laurent Gras. 
champ. He's a fucking, he's one of my favorite chefs in the world. Anyway, listen, I got a hard out in about four minutes, okay? Just so we know. But, Jim, listen, I am so glad. Listen, when it comes down, I know that was a learning experience for you. And I know it's hard to take shit from a bunch of teenagers. But at the same time, that experience will, it will stay with you forever. And I think that you are very lucky you were able to have that because not a lot of... Not a lot of young culinarians or culinarians in general are able to get that in. You know what I'm saying? That foot in. Because that's what it takes to get that foot into the fucking door. Yeah. Other than that, like, it's up to you, right? Like, and uh, and listen, I'll be honest. Um, You know, take that experience and now you know. Like, shit, man. Because I'll tell you what, man, dude. The food that comes out of that fucking restaurant. Fuck, you see that Instagram dog? Justin oh Justin would make me a plate and it'd be like, eat it. And I'd just be like, yes, chef. Like, I didn't even like go, I don't think I like this. Just be like, okay. Yeah. And, you know, that's okay, man. And, like, listen, I'll be honest. And this is what I try to tell people, young cooks nowadays. And uh, I'm not comparing you to this, but I'm just saying, like, uh, everybody's so scared to work in Michelin star restaurants. And I'm like, listen, what you guys don't understand is, is that in the Michelin restaurant, there is still – every single type of cook and every single type of manager you can imagine. You have to have your grill cook, which is your your ride or die guy that is just fucking, he'll go to the end of the earth for you. And then you also have your potato peelers and you also have your prep cooks and you also have your morning opening chef. You also have, um, you know, uh, you know, you have like, you have different levels. But the thing is, is in all honesty, if you don't take the effort to try to get into the door, somebody will. And that's the bottom line. Somebody will. And, and Jem, you had the, dude, you had the connection, man. I don't know who got you in there, but you got lucky, bro. (laughs) (laughs) No, but also like, like, like small input, but like Jem, I think you started, if you would have started 20 years ago, like Brandon and I did, bro, you would have crushed it, crushed it. Now I've only staged in a couple right in the city, or I should say four of them, a couple of two star one, but the, the one that kicked my ass the most was masa when I when I tried to do sushi and I and I still try Ooh. to do bro when I tell you the way they cut fish is so fucking specific yeah. and so to the ounce I could not wrap my fucking head around it because I, I I've never done it that way so in the same token like I I was just like I, fish out of water I'm just like yes how you how do you want this I I, I don't know how to do this can you show it to me blah 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 and I was already yeah. I was already sushi See, chef I, level I too. think what what helped me is I didn't say no to anything you wanted mm-hmm. something you just I kept said doing yes. it. You want me to stay later? I yep, said yep, yep. yes. Yeah. The thing is, is um, yeah, and I'll tell you what, man. I'm. I wish. I. I swear to God, I'm gonna. I want to. As soon as I can fly, like as soon as I like the COVID thing calms down, I want to go. I want to go stage there. I'm gonna go work with with Jay, because. Uh, oh yeah. Damn. You, just yeah, wait fuck till. Yeah, man. Just wait till after comes out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. But anyway, listen. I gotta roll, guys. It was so much fun. Casey, let's wrap it up. Uh, for everyone great, aware. Man. This was a good um, podcast. Don't you think so? I, know, I thought dude. this was fucking great. Like, I, I love it. I absolutely love it when we talk to other chefs because now we gain a different, a third perspective besides Brandon and myself. Um, but definitely make sure to check him out. Jim, I'll make sure all your links are down below so you can check him out. Um, he is also my brother, just so you guys know. Um, other than that, tune in and we'll talk to you later.